0: Hey guys, welcome to Be My Friends of Mental Health, a podcast dedicated to anxiety and depression and how to actually deal with it instead of ignoring it. I speak from my personal experience about my mental health journey and share a lot of skills I've learned from my countless therapists. I hope you listen on and find the self-growth you're looking for. Hi guys, welcome back to this episode of Me My Friends in Mental Health. Today what we're gonna be talking about is tip and how to deal with extreme cases of anxiety or like panic attacks. Personally, some personal experience. A lot of times when I get a panic attack, my thoughts start racing and then my legs start shaking, and it's just me like recognizing my anxiety is rising. But for a really long time, I didn't know what to do about it. Like, I would literally just be stuck there and would just get paralyzed by my anxiety, and I would be like, ah, like I don't know how to control it. I don't know how to, like, stop it or slow it down or anything so i was kind of just stuck so learning this skill was really helpful for me so today's podcast is tip tip stands for temperature intense exercise and pressure and if you want to check out my website also there's a little glossary that has all of the little acronyms and all little vocab words that i learned in therapy and that i'll probably be using pretty regularly on this podcast so temperature intense exercise and pressure so those are the three different forms that help you calm down. And so what it does is it helps you calm down either during a panic attack or a few steps before. And so I think that's a really important skill, just like figuring out when to use it and when not to use it. So my background for my tip experience when I started using it is for me personally, what it targets is my anxiety mainly because that's a crippling one for me, but also it can help with depression. We're in the sense of sometimes I'll just be like with my thoughts and the hopelessness I guess kind of starts to sink in and then it starts to get numb and then it just comes at me in a bunch of different angles. So slowing down those depressive thoughts with tip skills is also really effective. So I learned it in IOP which is a form of therapy and it's kind of just like group therapy and it was really cool because it was a bunch of us and we were all relatively the same age in my group therapy. And so we were all able to practice these skills together. And I think that's what was really effective is that you can't just listen to it. You actually have to put it to practice So just recognizing and checking in. Okay, well today, this is what I learned and tomorrow let's see if there's any time anxiety starts to raise, let's use it and let's see what we can do from there. When I used to use tip skills were A lot of times I would, like, leave class because just, again, my anxiety would start to creep in and just, like, the racing thoughts would come at me. And I would notice my anxiety starting to raise. And then that's when I would be like, okay, I have to leave class. I have to calm myself down. Just say, like, something like, oh, I'm going to go use the restroom and then just calm myself down maybe for like a few seconds outside of the classroom and then i'm good sometimes and i was just honestly just at my house just doing homework or just laying down doing the smallest things like you never really know when your anxiety is going to creep in on you but kind of just all the time really definitely leaving class that was really good for me being able to just like step out for a few seconds Take a few deep breaths or whatnot, or practice my tip skills. I feel like tip skills is like, it's an effective, you know how like every therapist or every doctor ever is just like, just take a few deep breaths and you'll be good. Like, yeah, that's helpful. But I feel like tip is like that on steroids, if that makes sense. Going back to tip, temperature, intense exercise and pressure. So temperature is where you kind of are like knocking your body off balance. So the goal of tip is to shock your body and take it out of the fight or flight that it's in right so a few ways when to use this a few things that i feel like are some skills that we can work on and just some food for thought so accounting system that's what i always used and that's what we use a lot in therapy to kind of keep track of your emotions and your feelings and just noticing when is my anxiety a 10 and when is my anxiety a 1 i feel like you can have so many different forms of panic attacks your panic attacks aren't always going to be at a level 10 but they're also not going to be at a level three i feel like for me for a while my anxiety was relatively always at least at a five or six and then when i would start practicing these skills or when it would creep up to a seven and then i could use it all the way up to a 10 but i never wanted to wait to the point where my anxiety was at a level 10 that i had to like it was crippling and I couldn't move. Because yeah, we have definitely all been there when you're on the floor laying there just unable to move because your mind's just too much sometimes. I keep on saying it takes you out of your motion mind. So kind of thinking of what motion mind is, it's when you're not in your rational thinking mind. You're in your fight or flight and you're just on the defense. You're not thinking rationally because going back to caveman, it's like fight or flight. I'm in this scenario. My anxiety's being raised. That's what anxiety is. It puts you in your fight or flight and it's taking you out of that and putting you back in your rational thinking head so you're not on the defense so you're able to calm down a little bit it's not going to bring you back down to a one but it's going to take you from a seven to maybe a five again so you're able to calm down and be in a more rational thinking and so then another thing i'd also really recommend is noticing your anxiety symptoms prior to a panic attack so for me for example i start shaking my legs a lot and i notice one leg is honestly kind of normal i'll shake one leg pretty regularly because again i kind of just live a little bit with anxiety but when i shake two legs that's when i know like okay my anxiety is starting to raise a little bit so it's just little skills like that where it's if you're able to keep track of it you're able to recognize okay this is what my body does when it's anxious and it's really interesting to see what you're thinking and your mental health has a direct impact on your body and what it's physically doing Temperature, this one is my personal favorite. I love temperature, I think it's the most effective. I think it's the easiest and I'm also probably just pretty lazy and that's why I like this one, but it's super great for me. I typically use ice and that's just, I chew on ice chips throughout the day just so I honestly just stay pretty calmed down because it's constantly like shocking my body. I'm constantly focused on like the coldness and the temperature of the ice, like on my mouth or whatever it makes me focus on that. So I do this all honestly all throughout the day at school. I do it again prior to a complete panic attack. It's really effective when I'm at like a seven or eight. It kind of keeps me from getting any higher than a seven really if I'm doing it all day. So that's really helpful for me. I know my dentist would probably hate the fact that I'm chewing on ice, but you know what? I'd rather not be having constant panic attacks. Another one is if you're more from around an eight to nine, I honestly squeeze it in my hands. And that's just, I don't want to let my panic attacks ever get to a 10. And so that'll be the next step. If I notice, look, ice chips aren't working. I need something to shock my body more. I'll just squeeze ice as hard as I can, just with my hands. And that always brings my focus on my hands. Oh, it's cold. Okay, calm down. Out of your motion mind. Let's move on. Let's continue calming down. And then obviously if you're at a nine to 10 and you just don't know what to do, taking an ice cold shower or just taking ice itself and literally just pouring it on your head or dumping your head too. You can also take a, a bucket of ice water and then just like completely submerge your head into it. That's also really helpful. Again, that's around more if you're at a nine or 10, that's a more extreme scenario. Definitely helpful too if you're at a last resort. So then the next one is intense exercise personally i'm gonna be honest with you guys this one did not work for me (laughs) i liked the more lazy alternatives but if you're into working out and moving and that's helpful for you when you're in a panic attack then this one's for you so it's just an intense workout for 60 to 90 seconds. That means, like, jumping jacks for really fast, like, really intensely for 60 to 90 seconds, or running in place, running like, doing sprints. Whatever is just going to focus on your body moving, and the goal is to get you out of your motion mind. So whatever is going to do that, exercise-wise, that's what's going to be beneficial for that one. If I'm in a panic attack, the last thing I want to do is move So the motivation for that one was not too high, but you know, to each their own. If that one's great for you, I'm super jealous. I really hope it works out. Okay, moving on to the next skill pressure. So that's when you tense up your whole body really tightly and then you release. And I would say you probably have to do this about three to five times. And this is honestly, this can range anywhere from a seven to a ten. I found this one pretty effective, especially if you're like on the floor or like. Why am I always on the floor, like in my panic attacks? away? I'm just realizing that. That's so weird. So this one's really helpful for then when, again, you do not want to move. So that's just when you squeeze your whole body really tightly, really tightly, really tightly, and then you hold it for like 10 seconds, and then you can just slowly release. And then throughout this whole exercise, you should be breathing in and breathing out. And so remember to breathe in five, breathe out seven. That's always, it's always, always, always what I've learned in therapy since as long as I can remember and just like all the mindfulness practice you do. You're supposed to breathe in shorter than you breathe out because there's something where it does something to your mind. I couldn't tell you exactly what, but I know it does something. Anyway, so that's always what you do. You breathe in five, you breathe out seven. How my friends actually played a role with me in my tip experience Honestly, just involving them simply in conversation about it and just being like, look, so this is what I learned. This is what I'm trying out. Would you mind supporting me in it? Or honestly, just like talking to them about it. Because personally, there was one time I can remember that always just comes to mind whenever I think of like my tips, goals, and my friends. I was in English class and I was struggling a little bit. And I just, I had like a little bit of an incident with my teacher. It wasn't his bad. It was just, again, simply my anxiety was raised and just... Sometimes the way teachers talk to everyone, just with me, I internalize it a little bit more because I have anxiety and I have all of these thoughts and just sometimes it just sends me over. I was having a little bit of an incident and then I just simply said, you know, like may I step out to go use the restroom or something? And so I stepped out and so then I went to the restroom and I was just sitting there. Having like such an intense panic attack, I was on the floor, (laughs) like balled up just like crying because I couldn't get a hold of my emotions. So I just texted my best friend. Hey, I'm in this restroom. Do you mind just like coming over? I'm having a little bit of a panic attack. And... I had talked to her about my tip skills earlier, so she calmed me down, she helped me do my pressure, she helped me breathe, and then we walked over to get ice water, and that's what calmed me down. Then I was better and I wasn't in my motion mind anymore. Because obviously when you're in that intense of a panic attack, your thoughts are racing, and it's not fun for anyone. Just, like, being able to talk to my friends and having them around is my support system. Also, my school is really helpful in this process. I'm not sure how helpful everyone's school is, but I'm really grateful that the school I go to assist me so much with this. And I told them all the skills that I had learned. And it honestly helped because, let's say, like, my advisor or just one of my teachers, I was like, I'm stressing out a little bit. They would be like, okay, go get ice. It was something as easy as that where it's, like okay yeah that's nice just having people understand so I feel like just involving people in the conversation also if you see someone I always think this is really nice and I always want to include this I feel like it goes around comes around if you see someone struggling please just ask them how they're doing or simply just giving someone a hug I know that's probably not the best thing to do right now during corona but just typically whenever I just see someone struggling simply just giving someone a hug just being like hey do you want to go get water or something like that, you can start recommending that. Just to help someone calm down a little bit, just get them out of their motion mind if you see someone struggling. I always think that's helpful. So then again, when is this most useful? It's to get you out of your motion mind during your panic attack. I have so many stories where I've had to use this. There was one time where I was shaking on my bed because, again, you get into one of those, like, crippling panic attacks, and then I literally had to go into the shower and take an ice-cold shower, and guess what? As soon as I got in there, I, like, screamed because it was so cold, but it shocked you enough to where I was able to calm down, and I was good. So, yeah, I just want to go over everything again. So, it's tip, temperature intense exercise to each throne if that works for you go off I'm so jealous of you and then pressure that one's also really effective so if you guys have any feedback or suggestions on what you guys want to hear next or literally anything you want to say at all please feel free to visit my website you can contact me through there I have my email and everything I just want to remind everyone that mental health is a journey. Your mental health process is a journey. It's not going to be solved overnight. As much as I wish I could tell you it was, there are going to be good days and there are going to be bad days. And I think my goal and hopefully all of our goal is to get through it and learn how to deal through those bad days, but also enjoy the highs. Those are really important too. And I feel like I want to remember those and remember that there are always highs to look forward to. Practice these skills. That's the best way to see if they really work. Notice your anxiety signs. I think that's always good. Thank you guys for listening. I hope to get in contact with you soon. I'll post another one coming up. Okay. Bye guys. Thanks. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. Remember, mental health is a journey with highs and lows please feel free to check out my website. I make sure to keep all my podcasts current and up-to-date on there. Also, please reach out to me. Again, all my information is on my website. I would love to hear back from you and what you want to listen to next. Okay, thanks for listening to Remember to Breathe.